Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I want to thank my sponsors, Top Spinini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So here's uh, an episode for your listening enjoyment. ESPN is the first thing that comes on in the morning. Just catch up on the sporting world. And yeah, I, I do watch the games. But lately, it's just been focusing on resting and trying to stay strong because that's what I need to do right now. Do you have and to do any dietary things? Yeah, we have a nutritionist person that we work with. I probably lost 50 pounds, but I changed my diet completely in the last six months. Yeah. Thankfully, we got the shop done here because that was the goal. Jordan got all fired up and got this property. And it just seemed like once we were done with that, I hit a wall. What the heck's going on here? So we were pretty lucky for that. I'm going to show you the shop a little bit here. It looks like somebody's fabulous office. Yeah, it's my office and my man cave. Here we got Stone Cold Steve Austin poster. Like an art gallery. We got a LeBron poster. We have four TVs. So we got our dollar box, 135. That's pretty fun. This is a cool one here. It's the Bob board. So this is named after my dad. Two 10-sided dice. Your first dice gets your top number, second dice left number. And this gets hit pretty good. And here's the wax up front. And we got our slabs. And then we got our breaks. We do our breaks every week. We've had really good turnouts on breaks, of course. And we got some snacks and all that stuff. We got hoodies. Pretty fun. But my dad helped frame up the place. Master carpenter for 35 years. My buddy Ryan bought the building. It was an old bait shop. I think my dad put in 200 hours. So don't tell the union, but 200 hours. And he's been retired here, what, eight years now? About eight years, yeah. I didn't take a cancer diagnosis to honor him the rest of my life, that's for sure. But the Bob board has been here from day one. And the kids love it. It's the centerpiece of the shop, just like my dad is in my life too. What are you guys doing together these days with respect to collecting or sports or anything like that? Bob, are you hanging out at the shop a little bit more than you otherwise would? Right now, not so much because we live about 25 miles out of Eau Claire, me and my wife. So that's the commute into town. Then we go and do these treatments and it's starting to zap me a little bit. So energy-wise, it is what it is. So we'll usually stop in here quick and Jordan knows what's going on. He's on top of it. So we just come in and say hi and then hop back in the car and go home because it's not my man cave, but it's where I have the most comfort right now. When I do come into the shop, it's just fun to see how I collected some cards when I was a kid. And I did keep a few cards I gave Jordan from, I think it was 1967, some game they had in Tops or whatever. And so I hung on to those cards for a lot of years and just gave them to him here a few years back. But yeah, just coming in here and then seeing how he interacts with the young kids and even the old young kids, the guys, they're more than the young kids. Bob, you got me. I'm already a fan of your son. So <laughs> Yeah, he loves what he's doing. And it shows. It shows. And Jim, on that note, we talk a lot of sports. So we're diehard Wisconsin sports fans, Packers, Badgers, Brewers, Bucks. So whatever's going on, we talk Giannis, the whole Rodgers fiasco has been super fun. We went to games together at Lambeau, a handful of games. And Brought him out to WrestleMania in 2019. We saw Butker play. And so we've been able to get out and enjoy some sports together. And I do hope this summer we get to the local baseball game. We got some kind of lower level minor league type stuff around here, which is super fun. But yeah, we talk sports and we're together specifically on Tuesdays to get him over to his appointments. We talk sports and talk smack all the time. It just takes your mind off a lot of things. And even the card shop. It was awesome to come down here and do the work. And some of the other guys that were down here helping in that, you can just see it coming really quick. And then you walk in here and just the people love it, you know, and, and why wouldn't you? It's something new in this town, pretty much. And I think Jordan's I, got a more holistic expression of what a card shop could be than the average person. It makes it very participatory and fun. You, know, you walk in, it's an experience. You're, you're not just 
looking at cards and leaving, there's a lot of interactivity. Yeah, I'll come in sometimes and just sit down on the double recliner here and just watch the people mingle around or chat and everybody waits their turn because and their eyes gives them fair shake. It's like school. You got to wait your turn before you can speak. If you want to get rid of cards, or you want to pick something up, then you're going to have to hang around and they do. And then it ends up, I've met guys down here too now. So that whenever I come in the shop, my famous saying is for the hobby. I always bellow it out. When I walk in the door, everybody turns and looks. And so that's the deal. So for the hobby, you invented that, not Jordan. no, it was already there. I'm just the one that yells it out. <laughs> and I say for the Bobby, something that is very important to us is to honor our family. And my dad's been my biggest supporter. He's somebody who's believed in me from day one. And listening to your other episodes for Father's Day, Jim, it's been really cool to hear the bonds between the fathers and sons. And they all have different dynamics. My dad's one of my best friends. So we've always got along. We've always understood each other. There's a good quote, to be loved is great, but to be understood is profound. My dad's always understood who I am. I'm a little bit of a different cat, maybe an acquired taste, but my dad has instilled that work ethic into me and the personality comes from my mom's side. And my dad's got a great personality. He's very good with people, very high emotional intelligence. So this card shop is ours, the people and my family. And this is how hard a card shop can be to run. This is a legacy play. This is not about the money. This is about legacy and having a pillar in the community where we grew up. Our card shop is five blocks from where I went to elementary school. So we got a couple 11-year-old kids here helping sort breaks and hanging out. And it's a huge part of people's lives. I'm obsessed with this card shop, but a big part of it is being obsessed with securing our family's legacy and the family name. And uh, my dad's been a huge part of that. I think this card shop has been in the making since Jordan was 10 years old. We used to take him to a card shop in town here. When he's 10 years old, you're dropping your kid off to hang out with some guys that are older. And that's what we did. And it worked out great. It was like, Give him a couple of bucks and yeah, he's been after this a long time, Jim. There's some parents that their son says, hey, I'm going to build and open a card shop. They'd say, bad idea or we don't support that. It sounds like y'all are on the same wavelength. And then Jordan has this nice blend of his mom and his dad to be the right man for the job, for the personality and the skills to be able to pull this off. Because It's tough having a card shop. Yeah, Jordan's got the personality. And, and like me, if I was behind the counter, I wouldn't communicate because that's the kind of person I am. And so you got to be the right kind of guy to do this. You and me, Bob, I'd say, yeah, what you want is right over there. <laughs> it is funny, Jim. You and my dad are very alike. Introverts, extroverts at a party and can mingle and be a chameleon at the party and be the most likable guy at the party. But what you both have is this undeniable work ethic. So I've been very lucky to take that from my dad. My dad is the hardest working man I've ever met in my life. He also does it with a smile on his face. And he's done it in a way that's charming and fun. And so I've taken a lot from my dad. It was the most meaningful three months I've ever had being down here with my dad, renovating the card shop, to be able to be together in a quiet environment, being competitive. Obviously, you're competing against time to get the card shop open before holiday. That's what we were up against. And we probably did in two months what it would have taken many people five months to do. And that's all thanks to my dad. His name's going to be in here forever. Obviously, now with some health problems, it's even more meaningful. But like I said, I've honored my dad my whole life. He comes in and yells for the hobby, and I yell for the Bobby. It's just a beautiful thing for us to share together. Bob, I say I'm a friendly introvert because if I am put in an extrovert-type role, I can do that for a little while, but then I'm exhausted because I'm just not wired that way. Same here. How did Jordan get the collecting bug or the collecting gene? You weren't that serious of a collector. 
Bob. Then, well, you know, in, in our why day, did Jordan grab onto it so much? Once you got involved with it, there's a couple different card shops around, and we would take him there because you could tell he was getting into it. And I don't know how he picked it up. I think we all know the answer is Brett Favre. <laughs> Jim being in Dallas, Texas, during the Cowboys run, who couldn't catch the bug when Aikman, Emmett, Urban are winning championships? You got to be almost blind or crazy to not have caught the bug for the Cowboys in the 90s. So same was for Brett Favre in Wisconsin. When he took over, it was just vibrant. He was having so much fun playing. As Brett's been an inspiration to me as somebody who just had so much fun playing the game. He was gritty. He was hardworking. He was the everyman. Same reason I gravitate towards Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was the everyman, us versus the world. Brett put that team on his back and that created so many memories for me and my dad and our friends. And this was right around when I was in Little League. So we'd be going to baseball games talking about football because Brett was just the man. And then, of course, you talk about Jordan and Griffey. And so the 90s era was so impressionable for kids and adults that it's like everybody's love affair with Michael Jordan. It just, it's in your bones. I always say about the hobby, it's either in your blood or it's not. Sports have always been in our family's blood. My dad was a great athlete, three-sport athlete in high school. So even though he didn't collect, sports was in the family genes. I just took it to another level because the hobby was so vibrant in the 90s. Bob and I did not grow up in the generation of digital media and social media and stuff like that. And Jordan, you're really adept at that. Did that help your hobby interest take off even on a national or international? You were more than a local. You've got friends all over the place. When Bob and I were growing up, it was a neighborhood activity. There wasn't any Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. But you seem to have taken to that very naturally. It's really expanded your reach. Yeah, I love people. I'm an extrovert. When you love something and you show it, you attract people like-minded people and it's contagious. My favorite things about the hobby are the camaraderie and the connection to it. So the cards are a vessel. I've always said that cards are amazing. We love cards. The reason we're talking right now is because of cards, right? But there's something bigger at work. There's something about the camaraderie and the connection to the people, your neighbors, your classmates, your friends. Even now, Jim, you and I become friends because of cards and we have like-minded take on the hobby and on people. So naturally, Facebook, Instagram, all these different platforms, even podcasts, a great way to connect and just meet people. Some of my best friends in life are great friends from the hobby. You naturally gravitate toward people who have like-minded interests. Yeah, I've loved seeing the hobby expand. I got back in in 2013 and that just comes from the hyper-connectedness and now some of the shop. We have 500 customers in the shop have become some great friends over the last six, seven months. If it wasn't for Brett Favre, you'd still be working in that mustard factory. That's right. Jim. I'd be working in a factory, Jim. Factory worker versus owning the factory. How about that? There's a difference. Yeah, for the factory. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jordan, I'm realizing if this COVID stuff, if you and I hadn't met in person before COVID, because you came down here that time and we got to spend a little time together and you came to a couple of my dinners, but that was pre-COVID. Otherwise, it'd be hard to connect, I think, because I'm not as digitally savvy. Like I say, I have a podcast, but it's nice when I'm dealing with people that I've met that I know. It's gotten better, though, Jim, because COVID forced us all to recalibrate and focus on what matters, which is your family and the people. It's the people. Cards come and go. I did get to go down there about a month before COVID really hit. We hung out at your couple hobby dinners and got to meet some great hobbyists, and I obviously am very grateful for that. And then from there, you just connect differently. You can shake my hand and say hello. And 
really feel the energy and understand what I'm all about, but we've stayed connected on email and been on each other's podcasts and stuff. So I think just COVID forced us to all adapt and I've loved seeing it. You've adapted really well. There's amazing things happening on card social media. Absolutely. I'm focused on what I'm doing right now because this is the card I've been dealt. And so do I want to play with it? Do I want to fold it? Or do I want to keep on moving forward? There's some days it's pretty tough, but when you got like Jordan and our other son and my wife and you find out, holy balls, I do have a lot of friends. And so, yeah, the social media thing is just not, uh, my wife, you talk to her about it. She's on it all the time. Actually, I'm on Facebook more than I actually know, <laughs> just through her. Vicariously. Yeah. No, I, I think, cause you know, when I had my heart attack, I realized this would probably apply to you, Bob, is that more people are watching you than you think. More people are aware, more people are praying for you, more people are concerned about you than you realize, because that certainly happened for me. It makes you stop and think, wow, are there people out there that really care? Yeah. Sometimes you don't even know. And I'm not just talking about digital social media friends, but the, the word gets out. And now the yeah, word can get out better. It travels fast. It travels fast in this world. It travels fast. Like you said, you're dealt a hand. The question is, what are you going to do with it? You're going to keep playing it, or you're going to call their bluff and just stay in the game. So that's what... So we look at things right now. And when I'm having a downer day, you know, Jordan helps me through it. My wife does. And when Jordan's having days down at the shop here, those are the people you want to be around. And then I'm sure that's what your and Jordan's connection is. Is you're on the same page with life and big time the cards. So it's just good to watch all that stuff. And Jim, I appreciate you bringing us on because life is fragile. And it's cool to capture our conversations. I love you're just putting out a lot of great content and giving back. You retired and did really well. We know that you had created our Bible in the 90s, and we talked about that a lot. But for you to be able to come out of retirement, as you called it, and to share your knowledge and wisdom is very meaningful. So I know you're of service. You and I are very much alike like that. I love that you brought us on to be able to shed light on my dad, uh, how great my dad is. He's been a pillar in my life. And Somebody who's been there for everybody. I appreciate you being able to share the greatness of Bob Hagar. Yeah, it means well, a lot. It's a good night. I'm glad I came down. That's the way it should be, Bob. I think people sometimes think in a father-son context or any family context, I've got all the time in the world. But in reality, we don't know how much time we have, whether we're a younger person or an older person. So you're trying to make the most of what you have. And Jordan certainly is as well.